This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So like most of you, I'm working from home. Uh, and like a lot of you parents, you got the kids at home as well. So I got my two kids here, uh, my daughter in grade 12, son in grade 8, and they're, well, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not totally sure what they're doing at the moment. Uh, but hopefully, you know, doing something productive. Uh, there, there is now schoolwork that they're expected to do, and, and so that's good. But at the same time, I mean, recognizing that these are really unusual circumstances. Uh, and, you know, and, and this can be stressful for kids, too. I, I think it's okay if kids are sleeping in or playing video games, watching movies, chatting with their friends. Right. I mean, I, I still think there's a need for some structure. I, you know, if there's an expectation that some schoolwork gets done here through all of this, then then certainly it's reasonable to have that expectation. But I, I do think and it, it speaks to an interesting piece our next guest wrote that we, we can relax a little that we don't need to, I don't think, structure every minute of every day for our kids as we try to get through these very unusual circumstances. But joining us uh, on the line here. This afternoon is Lenore Skenazy, president of Let Grow, a uh, foundation, nonprofit foundation promoting childhood independence and resilience. And of course, Lenore, the founder of the Free Range Kids Movement. Lenore, always great to talk to you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. I'm delighted to be in your basement, I guess. <laughs> I almost wish <laughs> yes. we were at Zoom and I could look around. It's actually been really fun to see where people live with all of the Zoom conversations going on. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's definitely been an interesting experience thus far. Uh, so it's yeah. certainly changed, you know, the the dynamic with you know what what to do with our kids and the idea that let's mm-hmm. just you know let let our kids get out and experience their their neighborhood and go play with friends. I mean, that's that's kind of on hold for the moment. So, how, how does it change yeah. our, our approach then to to how we we deal with our kids? Do you think? Well, um, I want to put in a a weirdly good word for the fact that none of us know exactly what to do and all of our previous assumptions of how kids (laughs) should be spending their time are out the window or back basically inside the window and and in a closed room. Um, And that is that we... You know, there's there's nothing good about a pandemic, right? Pandemic is bad. Let's let's say that up front. But what was also bad, not as bad, but bad before this, was the fact that kids were feeling extraordinarily anxious. Childhood anxiety was really spiking before there was this whole thing to be anxious about. I mean, it got to the point where here in the United States where I live, um, it was about almost one in three. It was 30% of adolescents had a diagnosable anxiety disorder, which is so sad, right? I mean, they were just, they were eating themselves up. And one of the reasons was really that there was almost no break from the structure and the intensity of their daily lives, even starting as little children. I mean, really, there are three-year-olds in, you know, uh, soccer programs and seven-year-olds on travel baseball teams and 
the, the school year had gotten longer and the school day had gotten longer and homework had gotten, you know, more onerous and more pages per night. And it was sort of driving kids crazy. And then, you know, this is not the way I would wish it to change, but suddenly um, all bets are off. You know, some kids don't even have this distance learning because they don't necessarily have the, uh, the online capacity for that. And the ones who are doing the distance learning, it's, it's not an eight-hour-a-day thing, and they're not going to um, all the after-school programs that they were in before. And I'm sure they miss them. I'm sure they miss their friends. But I'm hearing a lot of stories from parents about how weirdly relaxed uh, their kids are because, for one thing, they're sleeping more. I mean, I just mm-hmm. talked to one mom who was saying, like, you know, she used to, her kid used to go to bed at 11, but she would get her up at, uh, you know, 7. And now the kid is going to bed at 11 and getting up at 11. And that's, what is that, an extra four or five hours of sleep a night that she, you know, just wouldn't have had during the year. And... You know, their, their school doesn't take hours and hours, and so, yeah, they're bored. Um, but, I'm, you know, I'm hearing and I'm seeing little snippets of videos on, you know, on people's Facebook pages and such. Uh, you know, now my kid is, you know, writing poems or drawing. And, of course, there's a ton of time on um, video games, which I, I don't think is bad uh, because a lot of that is social time, too. But then the kids get bored with video games, and then they have to find something else to do. And... It sort of reminds me of, you know, summer from when I was a kid, you know, except that it's all indoors. But mm-hmm. but the, the day stretching out before you without a whole lot of expectations of pressure is is just a giant social experiment. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point because, I mean, certainly when it comes to certain things like, okay, you need to, to clean your room or you need to, to do this this homework you're supposed to do, um, that, that, you know, certainly mm-hmm. parents are going to have some expectations, but, you know, the, the the pressure that parents put on themselves that, okay, I got to plan out every minute of every day or the moment my kid says mm-hmm. I'm bored, that somehow then it's my <laughs> responsibility to plan out a series of activities. I mean, it's it's okay if kids are bored and kids can can figure things out on on their own right in terms of how they want to pass the time we know that's true because humanity has survived till now and parents haven't always been providing you know birthday parties and balloons every second what what was strange with you know sort of the run-up till now is how filled every second of the day was and you know to a certain extent it got kids used to having somebody else in charge, right? It was the teacher, it was the coach, it was the parent, it was the tutor, it was, you know, the music teacher. And um, when I was talking about those rising anxiety levels um, earlier, one one uh, hypothesis about why kids were so anxious is that we all feel anxious when we don't feel like we have any control over our lives. When we feel you know, like you have a boss and they're micromanaging you and they keep looking over your shoulder and they're, they're checking what you're doing and they're, they're, they're nattering on and you just don't feel like, like you can do something on your own. And in a way, that was childhood, right? It, it, the teachers were, you know, you were in class and you were expected to do the work and you were graded and you were compared and then you went to, a, a, you know, a sport and there's a coach telling you try that again and, okay, we're going to call that an out and, you know, it's time to end the game and you're supposed to bring the snacks. And, you know, it was just a lot of micromanagement of their daily lives. And I'm sure that they're not as resourceful as, you know, somebody in 1822, if you gave them an afternoon, 
um, because, of course, our kids have gotten more used to being in these programs. But, you know, they do have the capacity to start figuring out stuff that interests them. That's why I'm, oh, my God, have you heard about all these people playing board games? I mean, you know, yeah. everybody is going, like, dusting off their Monopoly games and and playing them again. And there's just sort of a, you know, it's weird. You sort of can't breathe the air because of the virus, but you can breathe indoors because, you know, you got a little downtime. And, um, you know, there are kids who aren't bickering, of course, and, and it doesn't mean that everything is, is funny and, and perfect indoors, but... One of the other things that I've been hearing from parents is that one of the things that made life so tense before this uh, is just that there was almost no wiggle room. Like you had to get the kids up early because they had to catch the bus. And if they didn't catch the bus, you'd be late to work. And if you were late to work, then you'd have to stay late. And then you had to make sure that the babysitter or, you know, that somebody got them picked up or that they stayed for the after school program. And if the kid was sick, you know, all bets were off. And, and so everything had to be done so um, just with such an eye to the clock that a lot of times parents wouldn't let their kids do things that the kids were capable of. The kids are not going to be asked to, I don't know, do the dishes or clear the table or the laundry because, come on, come on, we got to get it done. I'll just do it. And now there's time, you know, yeah. and, and you have bored kids and you got a lot of time. They can do the dishes. You know, they can clean up their room. I've heard of cleaning up of rooms. Uh, actually, my own yes. son cleaned up his own room where he lives in, away from us. Uh, that was a revelation. So it's, it's just a new, uh, a new schedule and a new structure to kids' lives. Right. And it's okay if each day doesn't have a full routine, doesn't have a full structure, right? And and because totally, I, I, totally I get the agree. sense what I'm seeing, you know, there, there's parents are feeling mm -hmm. guilty, they're feeling pressured, that they don't have guilty. every day planned out, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I would say the guilt, you know, uh, uh, telling somebody don't feel guilty doesn't stop them from feeling guilty. <laughs> but let me say a couple of things that might make you feel a little less anxious. And one was a study uh, that I dug up from the University of Colorado at Boulder that found that kids who had sort of less superimposed structure on their lives, you know, sort of more self-directed, independent or whatever, and that doesn't mean that they're spending every second, you know, self-directing themselves to learn algebra. You know, it could be playing games or, you know, watching YouTube videos or whatever. They're, they're, they do better off because they develop some internal um, structure and um, executive function is the term for being able to come up with something to do and do it. So don't feel like, you know, that you didn't make this into, uh, you know, an important, perfect, structurally sound, educationally um, enhanced day. There's, there's nothing that kids do that they don't learn from, even when they're playing. You know, why would, why would people play video games? If, if it wasn't a little bit hard, right? It has to be a little bit hard to even engage you because if it's a, like like i don't like grown-ups don't like playing go fish right it's just boring um everybody's the same they want something that is a little bit tricky so that they can master it and move forward that's the whole beauty of a video game is that you get better and you go to different levels and um and so even if they're playing video games and especially if they're playing them with friends and joking and strategizing and meeting new people and cooperating that is not stupid waste of time that's going to mean that your kid is going to fall behind and never get to university or never get a good job. First of all, everybody's in the same boat right now. And secondly, they are learning. Anytime you're playing, you're learning. So it's not a waste.
Some great points. Much more at letgrow.org. Uh, Lenore, I always appreciate chatting with you. Thanks for making some time with us here. Oh, thank you, Robin. Good luck in your in your bunker. I appreciate that, Lenore. Take care. Uh, there you go. Lenore Skenazy, uh, president of Let Grow, letgrow.org, uh, the website for the foundation. Uh, you can also read her this week. I should get a piece at uh, Reason.com, Reason Magazine, uh, just about saying, hey, you know, it's it's okay. It's okay if you don't have every day fully mapped out for your kids. And you know, just, you know, relax a little bit is, is her advice. Obviously, unusual circumstances, and, and we're not used to having to deal with this. I mean, we're used to, to summer when kids are off school, but you can just kick the kids out of the house in the summer. Get out of here. Go find your friends. Go do something. So that's what's different now. I mean, the weather outside today, too, is, uh, is another reason why it's difficult to send your kids outside. But obviously, in this kind of a situation, it's all about staying inside. And, and yeah, they, the kids are kind of socially cut off from their friends. So they're doing some gaming with, you know, with you know, their buddies or whatever. Okay, that's that's fine, isn't it? Right? So again, you know, we're into this this period now where there's supposed to be some formal kind of structured remote learning happening and, you know, certainly I think there's a need to make sure your kids are are staying on top of that. Uh, you know, as, as much as is reasonable, but yeah, you know, I mean, we, we don't know what what things are going to look like a few months from now or the rest of this year or into next year. And, you know, once we start to get back to normal, maybe we'll all become kind of like helicopter parents. Where are you going? Where were you? Who were you with? What was going on? That's, that's all still to come. But, yeah, I mean, if your kids are safe and they're at home and they're sleeping in a little bit, staying up late watching a movie, playing some video games, that it, it's okay. It's okay. But, you know, there's, there's still going to be other opportunities through the day to have them doing more productive things and, you know, also to allow them to show a little more independence in what they can do, as Lenore says, whether it's doing the dishes or helping make supper or cleaning up. Anyway, 403-974-8255 is our number here, 974-TALK. Back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.